Umlenen Ablat Gemara. We are up to today. And now we're going back to the, to the subject at hand, Rosh Hashanah. And we're going to talk about the shafer. So first we're going to talk about what kind of material or what kind of shafer we should use, what kind of horn. So the Vishnu says, Kol Any shafer from any animal's kosher. The only animals that you cannot use is from a para from a cow. <clears throat> Why not? It's known as, not as a shafer, but as a kenan. And, and we know when it comes to shafer, it has to be dafka or shafer. How do we know that? Because it says, by Yoibu, Bahavartim shafer true. And we are going to make a Xer Shava between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur to learn out how many keys we have and how many you know, truths we need and all that. So therefore, we're also going to compare the kind of instrument you're going to use. And there, it uses the word shafer, so therefore, it has to be a shafer and not from a para. Rabbi disagrees. Rabbi The kenan is a generic term that includes all the shafers. Shalemer, it says, it says in the in the pasuk over there that um, when you blow, when you stretch out and you draw out the kenan of the yevul, yevul will see as a male ram, and um, and therefore we see clearly we're talking about a ram and we're talking about the horn of a ram and we're calling it a kenan. So therefore, um, the word kenan is just like a shayfer and it's all right. So even though by a portal we call it a kenan, so what? All shayfers are called kenans. Okay, says the Gemara further. Um, is a very strong proof, an ironclad proof that more um, shafers are known as Kenan. He says, You're right. A shafer generally can be either referred to as a shafer or as a Kenan. When it comes to the cow, when it comes to the cow, it's only referred to as Kenan. We never find the expression of shafer by a cow. Because it says there regarding Yasef, the Khur Shoid Hodder Loi, and um, to talk about a shirt, and we say that the Bukhir of the firstborn of a shirt, Hodder Loi, is beautiful to it. The Karne, the aim, Karna, and he has the horns of the aim, and the horns of a shirt are the horns of a What word does he use? Not Shafer, he uses the word Kenan. Says the Yamura, but Abiyasi, well, how's Abiyasi going to respond to that? You never find the word Shafer by Para. Allah will tell you the Paranika Shafer. No, we find also by Para Shafer. Weird. You see, it says in Pasig, a doll of Melch said, Vizit of La Hashem. I wanted my prayers to be accepted by the Abishter better than Shur Par. Better than the Shur Par. Now, a Shur is a cow and a Par is a, like a bull. And the difference between a Shur and a Par is as soon as an animal is born, a cow is born, it's called a Shur. But it's not called a par until it's grown up, until it's three years old. And yet it says in the passage here, I want it to be better than a shayt, a par. How can you put both together? So he said, read the two words together as if it says shay far. What do you mean? Be better than a shayt, better than a par. Elamai shayt par, me shayt far. As if it says from the shayfer that you blew from the par. I want that my filler should be more acceptable than. Than, than, uh, than even that. So we see clearly that a par is also referred to as shaifer, at least with Derek Haremis in the hint. Rabbonon, what do they do with the word shar par taker? Rabbonon, how are they going to learn? What do they learn from it? They will use it for something totally different. That Dovra Mel's prayer was Kedramasna. Like Ramasna said, what did Ramasna say? The Omar, Ramasna, my shar par, how can be a shar in a par? Shugodl kepar, talking about creation. Remember, we learned creation that everything in creation was 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 created if it's a full glory. 
So the, um, even though it was only a day old, the shirt and the shirt when it was created, uh, it was not a, a one day old shirt. It was actually a three year old part on the first day. So that's what I mean. And, and then other Mishra broke up on us. And I wanted my fillers should be even more acceptable than that. That's what Dr. Melvin was saying. So Mishra part from this shirt, it was only a day old, that really, that looked like a part, it was three years old. I wanted my fillers should be better than that. Nothing to do with Shaifer. So that's a machlekah. You cannot use the, the horn of a para because it's not called a shaifa, it's called a ken. And according to me, you can use any particular shaifa. It doesn't matter, any animal. The Gemara says, Ula says, I'll give you a different explanation why they're arguing about a para. Nothing to do with whether it's called a shaifa or whether it's not. It has to do with something totally different. And that is the concept that the prosecutor cannot become the advocate. Ain Kateger, Nasa Sneger. The biggest prosecutor uh, against the Eden is the fact, the biggest stain that we have is the Egel Hazog, how the golden ties to people to cause them to sin. So to use gold to unravel that sin, and Kateger, Nasa Sneger brings them um, a terrible reminder. At the same time, while you're advocating, it reminds the Abisha also of our sin. And the same thing applies to the para that they made an Egel Hazog. Says the Gemara, like Yabchizda, Amarullah, Amarhain Tan Rabban, Nitrochizda. Amarhain Tan Rabban, Nitrochizda. Why on Yom Kippur doesn't the Kohen Gadol enter with gold investments? Why does he have to go with those white clean clothes? Lava Davoida, Lefino, why? She ain't Katega, Nasa Snake, the gold which enticed us and causes us to sin, cannot then later become our advocate on Yom Kippur. Says the Gemara, well, I know. But you could damp part. On Yom Kippur, they use the blood of a part, they sprinkle it against the prayers and everything else. We do use the part for atonement. Says the more that's different. When you look at the blood, you don't really see, you don't remember, you don't think about its source. You think about the blood itself. So therefore, it's not really a reminder of the of the sin that we committed with the par. Mashenkin over here, we're talking about the gold itself, the gold vestments, and the same thing applies to the shayf. Says What about the oran, which is inside the kodeshim, has made out of gold, kapoidus, and the krug? So we say, we're talking about when is it a problem when you're trying to bring a carbon, you're trying to appease, and at the same time, you're reminding the Avish of the sin we committed. But the iron itself is not a, is not a kapor, it's not a carbon, so therefore it doesn't matter. On the contrary, it should be made out of gold. Says the Gemara, okay, what about there is the calf and the machta that you have over here, the calf and the ladle, <coughs> and the machta and the frying pan, you have them, they're made out of gold. And they brought into Yom Kippur on the, and, and that's like a carbon. Yes, made out of gold. So my answer is We're saying that the, that the coin should not um, beautify himself wearing gold clothes. At the same time, you know, remind and ask for atonement, remind the Abishter of the sin. Mashiach, and this is not a question of, of beautifying yourself. It's just a kaling. You're using utensils for for activity. Okay, says the Gemara, but I still have a problem. But you could big days on the chutz. Doesn't the Kohen wear the gold clothes on the outside? Okay, he doesn't wear it on the inside. He wears it on the outside. So he says, when is it a problem? It's only a problem when it's inside. Your mom is more intimate with the and then you remind the Abishta of the sin that you did as well. No, so you want to ask a question, who's So what's the deal then? Big deal with the Shaifa. Shaifa, you blow on the outside. So why can't it be made out of a para? So what if it reminds the Abishta outside? So we answer, this is different. What's the purpose of the shayfer? To remind the Abishta that, um, uh, what do you call it, of, of the Akedah Zitzchak. It's like the big coin walking in, doing the Avoid in the inside. So at the same time, we're going out of our way to remind the Abishta of our good virtues. At the same time, we're reminding the Abishta of some of the 
uh, bad virtues, that doesn't make sense. That's why we don't blow Shafer to a par on Rosh Hashanah. Says the mother, but Amish don't say that. Well, Tana Bitnejo Kedakam, Amish clearly says the problem is that's called known as Kedan, not a Shafer. Says the Gemara, Amish meant two things. Chada, first of all, is the reason we just said, ain't Ketega. Chada is the reason we just said Kedan. Sorry, He's saying one thing and another thing. Chada, first of all, the ain't Ketega, not a Snega, which is not even mentioned in Mishnah. But in furthermore, Bitnejo Kedan, and the other one, more pedantic, is the fact that it's known as Keren, not as Shefer. No, how's the going to respond to that? He's not perturbed. He's not worried about Enke taking as snake. Even though I, I agree that the Kohen Gadol shouldn't wear gold vestments to the And the reason you're correct. But now when it comes to Shefer, why? Because the fact is the Shefer is blown outside. And when is it a problem? Only when it's indoors. And this Cheshbon that you're making, because it's there to remind the Abish that it's considered as if it's indoors, I don't accept that. Only when you're inside. But where you belong, Shefer, the outside. I with the the other issue you had with nature keren, that the horn of a parah is not known as shefer but known as a keren. Call her shefer nami ikur keren. All the shefers go by the name of keren. Ah, you tell me that a parah is never called a shefer. I brought you that pasuk shofar. So we're in Chavav of about five, six lines above the middle wide lines. We're trying to work out why. What's the uh, the crux of the argument? You can use the 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 horn of a of an ox of a cow. Abai Abai is the third reason. So far, we had one is whether it's called a Keren or a Shafer. Second one is that the, the horn of a Pada is Enketegen Nasa Snega, reminds the Abishta of the eagle has love. Comes along by and gives a third reason. You know what the reason of the button is? Shafer Amarachmana in single. It has to be a single Shafer. It's not two and not three. So what's the problem? The way the, the, the horn grows by a Pada, because it grows layers upon layers. So each layer is like another Shafer. Therefore, mischazi it appears kishnayim v'shleisha shayfers. So therefore, it looks like it is two or three shayfers. Says the Gemara. So what's the Yisro going to say? And before we get to that, even but our Mishnah doesn't say that. Oh, the same question we asked before on Ula. Oh, Tana mitneishu keden kama. The Tana clearly says the only issue at hand is whether it's called keden or shayfer. So we answer chadav aikama. The Mishnah is saying one thing but another thing. Chadav, first of all, the shayfer echad one of which nine is like shayfer one not two or three. Like furthermore, mitneishu keden is keden. But Rabbi Yisi, Rabbi Yisi will tell you the Kaamda that you say Shefer Echad Machman Lo Shnayimish Lo Shefer is that that you say, and Rabbi Yisi is going to answer back. Your argument is that the, the, the horn, the way it grows by part, it grows in layers, so therefore it's more than one Shefer. Kivon the Mechabri Ahadadi because they're all attached to each other. Chadu is considered one. It doesn't matter that appearances are different. The fact is, it's one. And the other issue you brought up, the Kaamad you mentioned, Neshu Keren, the issue that what, that the horn of a Shafer is called Keren, you should know that Kola Shafer is Namini Ikru Keren, that all the Shafers also are called Keren, like the Mishnah said, the Shafer be Keren Ayyavu. Okay, it says it more further. So we use that possible to say, the Shafer be Keren Ayyavu. Ayyavu is a male rap. And yet the Torah calls it Keren. So that's what your proof is that all the, the horns of all the animals are known as Keren. So, so therefore, a par is not singled out. Says the Gemara. Um, how do you know the word yevil means a male ram? Says the Gemara. My mashma. How do you know the yevil lishle dakru? How do you know the word yevil means a male ram? The Tanya Gemara says, "I'll tell how we know." And we're going to bring now a number of instances where we found out the meaning of words from other people. 
When I went to the Arabian countries, they used to call Dakra a male lamb, and because they, you know, they're pretty primitive and whatever they spoke today was you know, went for years back, back from here. So therefore, I can learn from the language that Yevil means even a long time ago. Just like Rabchaim No spent many, a lot of time in the Arabian markets to see weights and everything else. And then he went back to the weights of the Rambam users and he worked out what they are because, again, they haven't really moved around and they haven't really changed much in hundreds and hundreds of years. Talking about words that we picked up as we went overseas and we related back to the Teda and Tanakh, there are other examples. I went to this place called they refer to as someone who's lonely, um, separated, segregated. My what is the origin of the word She's separated, segregated from her husband. When I went to Africa, they refer to a ma, ma is, um, is, a, is a certain coin. They refer to a ma as ksita. They called it Ksita. Why do we need to know that? To be able to explain the Pasuk when Yaakov bought from Bochchem um, for 100 Ksita. What in the world is 100 Ksita? 100 Ksita is 100 Mos. Um, it's 106. A Mos is a sixth of the seller, so it's 100 of the sixth. 106, in other words, Ksita and Mos are the same thing. Omar Rebbe, now we'll bring other examples. Rebbe said, when I went overseas, they used to use the word for selling, kira. They dropped the mem and they just said, kira, selling. And the mind of me, why do we need to know that? The Ferushe to explain what Yaakov said, Asher Karisi Li. Yaakov said to Pare that my father told me that I should bury him and I just throw in the cave Asher Karisi Li. Now you could tie Kirisli means that I dug for myself. When did Yaakov dig for himself? So Kirisli means I actually bought for myself. Now, what does it mean Yaakov bought the Moshe Pela? Avram bought the Moshe Pela. But what happened was that Yaakov had a spot there and he gave his spot over to Leah. And Esav had the other spot because Esav was the Pchayda. And he bought the Pchayda from Esav the Pchayda and he got, as a, as a result of that, he got Esav's Chalik. So therefore, it's I bought. <clears throat> Maybe that's true. When I went to the place called Kandashaya, they used to refer to uh, to a color as a nymph, called a nymph, micro. Which POSIG does that give me some explanation or insight to? It says a POSIG, it says this knife is beautiful, the whole world is happy. What's this knife? Knife is a color. And the color makes the whole world happy. Well, the Tarnagol Sechvi, a Tarnagol is called a Sechvi. When we say in the Dharma Hanaisala Sechvi Bina, he gave Sechvi wisdom, but Sechvi, so Sechvi is a Tarnagol, a rooster. And why does it, and what do you mean that he gave a Sechvi? Amarav Yehud, Amarav Yehud, Amarav Yehud, Amarav Yehud, what is the posse that we're referring to here? It says the posse. Me, Shos, Vatuches, Chachma, who gave to something smooth wisdom, which we're going to say those are the kidneys, which is. An allegory, I mean, Nasser, who gave to the Sechvi, Bina, understanding. Me, Shos, Batuches, Chachme, Elukhlois. These are the, the kidneys, which is always used as, a, as, a, as, a, as an analogy for the seed of wisdom, understanding. I mean, Nasser, La Sechvi, Bina, Zetanago. Who gave the Sechvi understanding, the Tanago? Because he can right away detect when the, um, date, the day is starting, when the one is beginning. 
So, like, so all these words we figured out only because we heard other places how they used them. So then we came back, we related back to the Pesukim. So we'll bring a few other examples. And this we had a few places where either Abaya's foster mother or Rebbe's maid who taught them a number of words. Sigmar says, Levi equal who asked, Levi came to a place, before we get to that, to tell a story about Levi. Levi came to a place, a person came to him to complain. Amalek, he said to Levi, I want you to know that Kavu Planya, that this person, Kavan Planya, that person is a Kavan. And, um, and, and, he, and he covered me. We actually had this Gemara of Kavanya in the end of Baba Kama. But here the Gemara says he said Kavan and and Levi was embarrassed to ask him Levi the Tamachach what do you, what does it mean? Lavi and my comrades know what it means. So also show him the went to the base of Medrash asking guys do you know what this word means? He, a guy came and accused me. He said to me that he's a Kavan. What in the world is a Kavan? Amalach, Amalach, He said to him Gazan Amalach. He's telling you that he was stolen from him, that somebody stole from him. See, it says in the Pasik, Hayikva Odom Elikim, are you trying to steal from the Abishtim the Goimer? So therefore we see that's the word Yikva means stealing uh, or robbing. Says the Gemara Omalay Rovin but Banish Rabashi. What about Rabashi? I think Levi made a mistake. Okay, he was embarrassed to ask him what does the word mean if the person says a word and Levi doesn't know, it's embarrassing. But Levi should have been smart and in a very surreptitious way, he could have figured out what the guy meant. For example, Eva Havoyaz would have been me. Hava mean I would have said to him, Hey Kavacha, how did it happen? Then my Kavacha, what did he do to Kavacha? But my Kavacha, why did this person do to you? And may and a mailer have a get dinner. When you start asking me, I'll figure out what, what you know from the context, what he's talking about. Why Taka didn't Levi say that? Because he thought the guy did something to him. And he therefore he didn't uh, ask those questions. Says the Gemara. The word Surugin says by Megillah that you shouldn't read it. If you read a Megillah Surugin, it's the evidence all right. They had no idea what Surugin means. And we'll find out Surugin means pausing. You read, you pause, you read, you pause. Shmuel Amso, the Rebbe, the ones who made the Rebbe, the Chazis of on the Bible, Piski Piski. She saw that the rabbis walked in a group at a time, a group at a time, which he found annoying. Amrulu, instead of coming in all in one row, she said to them, "Ad Masai Atam Nichnasim." As how long, how much longer are you going to continue entering this Beis Hamikdash? Sirugin, Sirugin. So that's when they figured out what the word Sirugin means. Lo have a Although even the maiden of Yehuda in Nasi's house was a was a big time of the Chacham. The Rabbonim had no idea what the word Chalugalai means. It says that the Koyim, Godel, for the seven days before Yom Kippur, shouldn't eat any garlic and shouldn't eat any Chalugalugas. They had no idea what that is. So Yom Echad, it happened one day, um, the maid of Rebbe, that she, she saw this person, they come evaded, was separating, is Papachina, some kind of a herb. And Omrulay, she said to him, "My mother had a father. Chaglugul So when are you going to continue spreading around this chaglugusecha? So that's how he knew what it was. Why have you did Rabban? Rabban did not know. It says in the pasuk in Tehillim. It says initially it says, "My salsula. If you were salsula, v'tereim mecha, and you will be lifted. What in the word is salsula? I have no idea." So Yemen had one nation belongs to the Rebbe. Once we made a Rebbe, to have an umbrella of a person that would come a happy beside her that was trying to comb and brush his hair. And he was, you know, taking the hair below, below and, and beneath and picking it up. And umbrella, so she said to this person, and must have to be a beside her. How much longer do you dig up your hair? 
So the new now that the word mesalsal means that you should mesalsal to make if you search into the Torah and you turn over and try to find all the secrets of the Torah, but Mecca you'll be lifted. So that's how they know what it meant. They have other abundant abundant that know the meaning of the following posig in Shai as well. It says in the posig that um, um, what do you call it? It says the the with tata of destruction. No idea what I meant. Um, what does it mean? What, what's a tata? said to friend, Shkuli Tatisa, take this tata, take this broom, tata, and sweep out the, uh, the entire house. So tata is a, is, a, is a broom. And therefore, what it meant was that Abish um, was saying, I would take the broom and destroy and swipe everything out with this broom. They have yet abundant abundant other words until him hashlich al Hashem throw unto the Abisha Yahovcha, but who ye chalkalacha, and he will he will take care of you, he'll give you panasa. What in the world is Yahovcha? What's going together with this uh, merchant? I was carrying this peckle. Well, he told me, Shkol Yavach, take your package, and he called use the word Yavach. Shadi Agam put it on my camel. In other words, what they're saying is take your whole peckle of panos and throw it to Abish, trust Abishta that he will take care of you. And then the Abish will take care of you. You just have to make the Kalim and the Abish will do the rest. Next Mishnah. Now, the big controversy about this next Mishnah, because the Mishnah delineates further. So right now, in the previous mission, we learned according to Tanakhama, you can use any animal's horns except a para, and Abhi says only a para. I mean, even a para. This Mishnah limits it much further, and you know, to to uh, what kind of animal shayfud you should use. So is this Mishnah arguing the previous Mishnah, which is what some hold, or as it's saying, that's that's technically mahatayda, you can use any horn. But the Rabbana came along and said that the chatchila you should use one of the following ones. It's not arguing; it's just going the next stage how it evolved. Anyway, so what exactly are they saying here? The shayfud should be shelyal. Shilyal, like from a mountain goat, from these um, yeah, these roving goats, not from uh, the domestic goat. Poshut, it should be a straight horn. Should be straight, like a, like a like a trumpet. Number one. So the Tanakama holds that the Rosh Hashanah Shaifer. Now you know like this, we have in the Torah that throughout the year they used to blow chatzaytzes, trumpets. They had to gather people together. They had to go to war. Fast day, they blow trumpets, and alongside the trumpets, they also blew Shaifer. In the times of the base of English, when they blew Shafer and Hashanah, alongside the Shafer, they also had trumpets. The Shafer was in the middle and the trumpets were on the outside. So, we're going to make this contrast now. The Shafer of Rosh Hashanah, should be from a mountain goat. Poshut, it should be straight. Why it should be straight, we'll see in a minute. And it should be coated with gold. We're talking about the base of Migdash Shafer. And the two trumpets, Minhats Dodim, were blown on the side. Shafer Marich, the Shafer elaborated the Chatzaitzes Mikatzes, and the trumpets were shorter. Why the Shafers were long and the Chatzaitzes will soon see. And as and the Mishnah says, to show that the main mitzvah of Rosh Hashanah is to blow Shafer. So therefore, the Shafer sound outlasted the sound of the trumpets. What about a Tainus? When it comes to a Tainus, and we learned that they had to blow Shafer and they blow the trumpets as well, then there was different. 
There we wanted them to use Bishal's Kharim. We wanted them to use male rams, rams, and Kfufin. On a tinus, we want the shafer to be bent like our shafers. And this time it should be coated with silver, a step down from Rosh Hashanah. So Rosh Hashanah should be straight from a wild goat and on the mountain goat. And on the on tinus, it should be bent and from a ram. And also be coated with silver and gold. This time the chatzaitzes were the most important one. Then in the middle, shayfim mekatzev chatzaitzes ma'areches. The trumpets were also longer. Shemitzvus hayein bechatzaitzes to prove that today the mitzvah is on tainus. The mitzvah, the main mitzvah is the trumpets. Shava hayevul l'reish hashana. What about yevul? Yevul was similar to reish hashana in the sense that you had to use the same kind of a shayfim. So it had to be a straight shayfim. And even though the davening on Yevil has nothing to do with Rosh Hashanah, nevertheless, in fact, the whole purpose of the blowing of Shefer on Yevil is to declare that the Avonim can go back home, that all the properties have to go back to the rightful owners. Totally different purpose than the Shefer Rosh Hashanah. doesn't matter. We have a Zayashava, we're comparing the two, Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, and um, <clears throat> we learn how to Zayashava, and that is, We'll see later from the word shvi, shvi. So therefore, you have to do the same kind of shayfar and yayvah as used on Rosh Hashanah, and it should be straight. And the key for key and the brachas. Just like in Rosh Hashanah, we dabble musaf in nine brachas. So too, on Rosh Hashanah, on yayvah, we dabble musaf in nine brachas. That's the Tanakhama. Comes along Rabbi Huda and he says, Rabbi Huda says, B'Rosh Hashanah, I disagree. I hold B'Rosh Hashanah, take him Rabbi Yehuda said that Rosh Hashanah, I say not you should go on the mountain goes that are straight. I say that Rosh Hashanah, it should be uh, it should be the, the, the male ram. I agree with you that on Yevil it could be these mountain goats, but on Rosh Hashanah it should be, um, in other words, I believe there's no nexus, at least in this respect, between Yom Kippur, between Yevil, which is done on Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah. It's two different pre- uh, concepts altogether. And therefore, you have one kind of shayfar and Rosh Hashanah, which is the, the ram. And on, on, on Yevil, that's when you have this uh, mountain goat and straight. Comes along Rabbi Levi. So have two opinions. Whether there's a Gzera Shavah between Rosh Hashanah and Yevil, and what kind of uh, shayfar you should use for Rosh Hashanah versus Yevil. Is the same or not? Tanakamal is the same, and they're both from a mountain goat and should be straight. Rabbi Yudha said, no, there's a difference between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Hashanah should be from a ram. And, um, and Yom Kippur, it's from the mountain goats. Omar Abelayim said, Levi, mitzvah shal Rosh Hashanah v'shem Kippurim b'kfufin. I hold like Rabbi Yehuda that Rosh Hashanah, we should use a ram, the goat, the horn of a ram, and it should be bent. Not like the Tanakhama that says it should be straight, but Rabbi Yehuda said Rosh Hashanah should be bent. And But I also disagree with him, and I hold that Yom Kippur, it should also, shouldn't be the um, bent. Uh, the, the mountain going straight. I hold you keep it. It should also be a uh, uh, ram, and it should be bent. Bishakol Hashana and the rest of the year bipshuti. The rest of the year you use this, the, the the straight ones. Says Mora, how can that be? But says clearly on Mishnah that the shayfar Hashana shall yal poshut. The Mishnah clearly says it should be from a mountain goat, and the Mishnah says it should be straight. How can you come along and say it should be a ram? It should be bent. They said, well, no problem. I believe he will follow Rabbi Yehuda. Huda Amar Kaitana, Tanu Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Rosh Hashanah, he told me to use Rosh Hashanah. He used a ram, but our mission doesn't say, you know, straight or bent. And the Brayse adds Kifufin that it should be on Rosh Hashanah. We should use the horn of a ram, and it should be bent. Ubi Yevulis and Yevul Bishal Yalim and Yevul. That's when you have a mountain goat and a straight. 
says the Gemara. So it seems clearly from here, lay be paskins like Rabbi Huda. Let him just say outright, the lay me hilchos like Rabbi Huda. Just say the halach is like Rabbi Huda. Says the Gemara, no. I would have thought I would have thought that we follow Rabbi in every way. About that there's no there's a disconnect between Yovel and Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah we have to have a, reg, a ram and bent. On Yovel we have a mountain going and straight. That's what I would have thought if you would have just said openly we pass like Rabbi Yudah, but it's not correct. Kamash Milan comes to tell you now. I hold like a Tanakama that Yovel has the same din, Yom Kippur has the same din as Rosh Hashanah, but I hold like Rabbi Yudah that Rosh Hashanah should be a bent. Schaefer, and it should be from a, a ram. So what is the machlek is here? Why Tanakhama says that Rosh Hashanah should be a straight Schaefer in contrast to a tainus, And why does Rabbi Huda say no? Rosh Hashanah should be a bent Schaefer as well. What's going on here? Yom Kippur, a Yevil is different. That could be straight, but not on Rosh Hashanah. My Kameh's argument. Marasav, one opinion is Rosh Hashanah by Rosh Hashanah, Kama Dechayef Inish Daitet Feimali. The more a person feels humbled and subdued, um, the better it is. And therefore, Rosh Hashanah should be a bent shaifer. The way Rashi learns is physically, you're supposed to be bending down and looking at the floor. Others say it means psychologically in your mind. You're supposed to be humbled. You're asking the Abishter for forgiveness because you're you're going to be you're being judged. So therefore, okay, therefore it should be bent. That's you know, like a manifestation of my feelings at that moment, that I feel very humble before the eyes of the Abishter. But I am keeping with the whole purpose is to proclaim a proclamation of freedom. But I am Kippur, the, the more a person is upright, because that's what it is, freedom, what's freedom? You can hold your heads high. So therefore, you should be straight. However, um, um, the other one holds, the more posher, the straighter, the word posher here means straight. No chachmas, don't hide behind anything. Don't try to um, to you know delude yourself that you know every Aved you did you have a good excuse. Be straight and honest with the Benish Lulam, all the Aved that you did, the clap al khait, and 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 do it right. So therefore, the the, the Tanakama holds on a Shoshana should be a straight shafer. Again, like a mirror image of what how we should be behaving, it should be very straight. Ubetinus, but when it comes to tinus, kama de kaif in your dieted female. When it comes to tinus, the more subdued you are, the better it is, because we're asking Davis to to make it rain. So therefore, it should be a bit more subdued. Let's just do a few lines more than Gemara. Then we mentioned that the Shafer on the base of Migdash, on Rosh Hashanah, Piv Metzupazah, it was coated with gold. Ask the Gemara, how can that be? But Tanya, we learned in Ebrei, said, Tzipayuzah, the Mokam Anachati Pasul. If you coat a coating of gold around the place where you're supposed to put your mouth on the Shafer, it is possible, because then you're not blowing a Shafer, you're blowing up a piece of gold. Says the Gemara, um, sorry, and if you have gold you know, further up the Shafer, it doesn't affect the sound, it's kosher. I'm going to buy a buy says, well, when our Mishnah says about this gold, now we're talking about to coat the gold right in the rim where you place your mouth, go right in the middle of the, of the shafer, make it look, to embroider it, to make it look nice, but not to actually affect the blowing of the shafer. Okay, continue tomorrow.